And we're back. You hit enter this time. I hit enter this time. You were so frustrated with the mouse. Yeah, I got a little, I, it pissed me off just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I got all my stuff stacked over there next to it, and I just couldn't make it happen because do I lean up and get close enough to actually operate the controls? No, because I'm just that way. That's all right. I'm I Josh. Just, that's Kenny. This is Random Ramblings with Josh and Kenny. It's it's shocking we don't have a note taped to one of these microphones. <laughs> Say this first. People tape notes to my desk at work, and because my desk is the veneer finish, I don't want notes on my desk anymore because it takes the veneer finish off, so yeah. it looks all jankety. So I try to keep that from happening here. Oh, okay. All right, well, okay. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I do what I can. Uh, you know, at one time, I was bouncing between you know, two radio stations. Oh, wait, you knew that because, <laughs> but anyway, I actually had to, before they put the things on the microphones, I actually had to tape the thing so I could remember not to say the wrong one. <laughs> cause I oh. did that one. I did that one time cause I did weather for one and I thankfully did it live and I could go, well, now y'all know where I get my weather from. <laughs> I did it last week. Oh, really? Congratulations. <laughs> you know what happened when it happened last week? I got through the first two letters, because thankfully uh, most radio stations start with W. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't wrong until the second letter, and then I went, I went blah, 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 W, and then I, and then I hit that second letter, and I went, ooh, and then started over. and Because I didn't even get through, I didn't do the, the station code. I just did the right. call letters. I I, I did it one time, of course, you know, for me years ago at those stations, but I, I did it one time, just said it just as pretty as you please, because I had just done it for the other, right. and I just literally just stopped and went, well, now that y'all know where I get my weather from, <laughs> you, right. can, you can listen to either of us, <laughs> and then I did the right thing and, and moved forward. But So I didn't even, I didn't even go that far. I just went, da-da-da-da, and I played it off like I had stumbled over my word and kept right on going, and next thing I knew, and again, if you've been to the stations which i know you have we don't have like those big glass doors leading into a soundproof studio we're not that fancy this station was built well before either of us were born and so each door has a little porthole in it and as soon as i did it as soon as i did it the person who was in the hallway stuck their face in the porthole and went (laughs) and were pointing laughing at me and when I got done, it, nobody called me and said, oh, no, don't be stupid. Typical, Guess yeah, what? It, Welcome to the world. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I have I, I actually have still in the back of my brain more prepared oops statements for when stuff like that happened on the air mm-hmm. that it, it's just, it's it's unreal. My, my favorite one was always to remind everybody how many buttons I've got that I'm looking at and how easy it is to right. hit the wrong one. Mm-hmm. I've edited more phone calls live on the air. <laughs> oh my god yeah i have edited phone calls wow. on the air that's mm, i've just because i forgot that. That, just because i forgot to hit that one button to, to cut that one thing off and you know the phone rings i'm like hello and then i realize and i and i hit it and then they go oh so you you picked up on that yeah right after you called thanks <laughs> i got i've done i haven't done anything like that necessarily but i have uh you have the ability to listen to certain things in queue before it goes out over the air. Yes. Um, I was about to play a feature that was scheduled to, p- to play in a certain window. So I come out of, come out of the song, talk about the station, blah, blah, blah. Here's the feature, blah, blah, blah. Now, the feature is supposed to be done live, but I have enough other stuff going on in the morning. I record it. And then I just play it back, so on and so forth. So 
blah, 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 play the fleet, play the feature. No problem at all. Except for the fact that I left the queue on. So I heard the feature. I didn't turn the pot on. So nobody else heard nice. it. They heard the music that's normally played under, under the it. feature. Nice. And then I went, just kept right on bebopping along. And when it finished, I jumped right back in with the pre-canned outro that I had planned and went to commercial and I got a, somebody forgot to turn the pot on. And I went, no, I didn't. Oh. So I came right back out of it right after that next song. And I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I had that set to record and play out. I hit the wrong button. So I think we should try that again and went and did the whole thing again. And I had a call go, why would you do it twice? The dumbass didn't know I'd missed it the first time. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, that, that. there with you. I, I used to, like I said, I used to keep a, a, a bunch of oops statements ready. Because, I mean, you can mess up really, really, really easily, actually. I have one on my uh, live call-in show that I stole from a certain painter who uh, <laughs> had a large hairdo. and uh, <laughs> So any time I... Uh, oh, Lord, happy little mistake any, over there. Happy any, little mistake over here. That's right. So any time I have made a mistake on that show, I will acknowledge it. And then as soon as I am ready to go back into what I'm doing, I will tap the screen... We don't make mistakes. We make happy accidents. <laughs> I also have one or two that I'm working on, but I'll save those for those that listen. Um, I'll put it to you this way. Soup Nazi is going to be involved before this oh, is all said and nice. done. Nice. I've got a couple of regular offenders that I'm, I'm, I'm done being cordial with. I'm just going to be downright mean. But do it in a way that our listeners will hopefully appreciate. But... Enough about my work, because I don't want any of them to be offended by my statements. <clears throat> know who you are. Don't worry. You couldn't find a podcast if you were handed it. I know who you are, too. Um, if you know, you know. That's right. So, Thanksgiving's next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know if I have made an egregious mistake or I'm choosing to be a hero. You making the gravy for mom? No, Lord knows, hero status there. <laughs> hero no, status no, there. No, no donut glazed gravy no, this year. No, no, no turkey glazed donuts. No. Um, as we've talked about numerous times, I've started uh, smoking different barbecues and meats and things like that. So I might have, and we alternate with my parents and my wife's parents. Um, alternate Thanksgiving. That we, we try to split time evenly at Christmas, but we alternate year to year the Thanksgiving meal and the Easter meal. Um, so it is what it is. No harm, no foul. Um, I make I make do the best I can, but I went, how would you guys feel if I smoked the turkey? And there was a conversation, and the conversation was what we had really good turkey breast in the air fryer last year. It's worked out really well, and it, it wasn't as dry as you might think. And I said, okay. Didn't really think anything of it. I was like, all right, well, she wants to do her own thing. No problem. I have done uh, deep fried turkey in the past. Thoroughly enjoyed that. I've gotten proficient enough with my smoking that I feel like I could do it if I needed to. Um, 
It's kind of why I got the wild hair. And then I got a call the next day. Your father says, if you want to do it, go ahead. Do you want to host the whole meal? And I went, oh, no. No, I do not want to host the whole meal. I will load it in a, con- in a to-go container in a cooler while it's resting and make the travel. Okay. Your job now, if you so choose to accept it, is to go find one of those centerpieces, like the paper mache thing that opens up and you clip it together. It needs to be a turkey. And I know you know what I'm talking about. You're giving me the blank look. No, no. And then you need This to, is my cringe and, of what he's going to say, and, look. And then what you need to do is create what looks like a hand-rolled cigarette and put it in turkey's beak and hand it to your parents and go, here, I have a smoking turkey. Didn't have time to smoke the turkey. Do you not want to do this anymore? <laughs> well, I mean, you may still want to do it, but I'm not willing you the equipment. You mean, after everything you've told me about your dad, he wouldn't actually enjoy a joke like that? Here's the other side of the joke for my father. If there isn't an actual turkey or food of some sort that's going to be readily available, it wouldn't matter how oh, funny it was. you need to have the real turkey in the car, man. I mean, don't don't just not make the turkey. I was make about the freaking to say, turkey and do the joke too. Well, but that's the thing. I have high expectations because multiple family members have told asked me if I'm it's my turn to be here this year because they don't want a glaze. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, y'all need to go back and listen to that one. It's hilarious. It. Not, we're really, not going to explain it. They just no. got to go back and look. I'm for really it. thankful my mother's a good sport. Um, <laughs> I'm really thankful she isn't one of those people that's like, "Oh my god, the whole meal is ruined." Please she do the smoking the turkey centerpiece. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I could pull that off. And and for the record, I would not generate the hand rolled smoke. I would go your, buy a pack and throw them away. Your your wife would have to stay outside. <laughs> Uh, she would be the one to get started laughing and not be able to quit. I wouldn't tell her it was coming. <laughs> I would have this whole thing. Well, it's not. It's smoking. <laughs> Here I am just trying to figure out if this is something that I have made a horrible life choice on and have the gravity to potentially ruin Thanksgiving dinner and he is only worried about whether I get the turkey to bust a nut. <laughs> I don't do chestnuts in my stuffing, by the way. I tell you what, you rolled right into that like an 80s sitcom into quicksand, man. Uh, well, where the hell is the studio audience? <laughs> I don't know. You got two screens. When yeah. I'm touchscreen, we can do sound effects. I don't know what kind of budget you think I'm working with here. <laughs> Ooh, I tell you, that was I had, when I made, didn't even purposely take you there. It's just when no, you said no. it, it was like, I'm going to have a little fun with this. No, I, I didn't realize almost three weeks ago now when I had this conversation, the gravity of what is weighing in the balance. Yeah, you're, you're bringing the main, you're bringing the bird, dude. Yeah. And not only am I bringing the bird, I'm doing a long term, long, like a low and slow smoke to be ready by lunch. Oh, you got to get up early. <sighs> yeah, I do. And so I'm just, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, when I first started, I was like, it's be good. I'm in. I got this. No problem. Now I'm kind of like, 
Oh boy, we are a week from today. When does the brine start? When does the thaw start? When does the rub? And I'm like, oh my god, I've done too much. I've overdone it. And there's no going back now either. No, you because you've we put have it out laid there. out the list. You put it out there. Oh my god, I am freaking out. I am see, we we've out. got it. We've got it a little easier. Oh well, yeah, you all do steak. Yes. <laughs> and everybody brings their own, so they get, they got the cut of meat that they want. Right. And if they don't want me cooking it to their satisfaction, they better get a spatula. Or tongs, whatever they prefer to flip their meat with. Anybody Left hand, I, right hand, doesn't matter. Stop it. <laughs> no. I don't ever remember a time where someone has flipped a steak with a spatula. Not to my recollection. You don't flip your steaks on the grill with a spatula? Yeah. What do you pick them up? Tongs. No, nah, flip. Just like a burger. No. Yes. Tongs. No. Quarter turn. Flip. Reset for second set of grill marks. Then flip. Quarter turn. Oh, good God. I'm out to cook the fucking steak so I can eat it, not look at it. People visually eat as well. I want it to be appealing. I if I'm it, cooking it, I oh, want it to be appealing. God. I want it to come off the freaking grill close to what they want it so I don't have to listen to it. That's true. I agree with you, but if I can perfect the pizzazz along with the other look man reverse sear takes all of the pain and anguish out of cooking a steak oh god see the whole reason we do steak is to make thanksgiving easy i look, now while i'm cooking everybody's steak i'm gonna be going damn he's right i could do this this way and do that that way and then i'm gonna go get my tongs and drop something actually two of the steaks i do have to flip with tongs because they're medallions and it's just easier why don't you put those on a skewer the one they're already skewered because uh, they're they're bacon wrapped, so they've already got. Basically, what 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 they're doing is they've got a uh, my aunt and uncle have a butcher that when yeah. he's when he's cutting the fillets, of course there's end pieces in the tail whatever that that do not that. yeah so he puts them together and puts some bacon around them so it's like four or five pieces of meat in there. I need a different butcher. So and I love the guy I got. But that's next level. Yeah, so you know he he does that, sells it at a little bit lower price than than the medallion. So you still get the fillet. Holy crap! But yeah, yeah. You, you mm-hmm. still get the fillet, but you know it's yeah, and that's the whole reason. I mean, I know people that'll that'll put a fillet on a skewer because they want to bake and wrap it, and that keeps it on there. And that just you pick it up, you flip it, you move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's, also tends to add the fat content. I actually sure. because I had not cooked a fillet before. I actually, when I found out that's what they were bringing me the first time, I actually had to do a little research. Yep. Uh, because they're they're very thick cut, so in order to get, in order to get get them cooked the way they want them, you have to really manipulate when they're on the heat, when they're not on the heat, and uh huh. It's it's actually a little bit of a process. Another reason I, I kind of use the tongs for that because I I can move them a little quicker. But mm-hmm. this the size steaks I get sometimes I kind of need the whole cutting board to flip them. I mean I I'm over there with a with the steak straight out of a cartoon. I did tomahawks a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months. I guess it's been a little over a month now. I won't do that again. I, they were delicious. They were just too much work. Um, and I also paid poundage for a bone that I couldn't gnaw on. Yeah, that's. Well, that's, sometimes a van- that's a vanity you, cut, and I some, yeah, and sometimes you can use that bone in something else, but not always, because sometimes the the grilling takes the flavor out of it. Sometimes the smoke gets in the marrow that's in the bone, and then you get that you get that extra layer of flavor in, yeah. in, a, in a different broth or something. But if you're like not going to do a stew right after it, 
Right. You've you've lost that by having the bone. Yeah. But now every once in a while, I like a T-bone. I don't like paying for the weight of the bone. But every once in a while, when it's on a manager special, rack that baby up and take it home. So you were talking about the filet tails and, and the wrapped in bacon. And, and I think we've talked about that. I found that to be an excellent life hack. I got a bit of insight from a coworker on another one that I strongly recommend uh, after testing out. Um, ribeye is one of the more popular cuts. Yes. Especially the tomahawks, the ribeye, and all this, that, and the other. Um, the ribeye has a similar approach to the ends of the, of the portion that the filet does. So it kind of has that weird tapered look as it comes down because it's yeah. just muscle. Right, pretty much. So if you ever see a chuck eye steak, that is the filet tail equivalent of ribeye. Yeah, I, I, I've had them. I've, I've okay. eaten them before. Yeah, we've gotten them so before. I had It was completely new to me. And so now I'll go look and I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, it was one of those that was one of those days of I was I was there looking for something else. Yep. Saw that that particular cut was was on a manager special and I'm like, "You know what? It it says steak and it looked like a really good it, it was just a gorgeous yeah, piece of cow and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to take this home, going to see what it's all about." Uh and it it turned out to be pretty good. But yeah, that's how I, I mean we we basically we basically eat steak about once a month. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, we enjoy it. We don't want to eat it very often, and we actually prefer not to order it out. We oh, we rather cook it at home or while we're camping. It's a big deal while we're camping. So whenever we're grocery shopping, we're checking the meat aisle out. And when if we come up with a manager special on something that we want to try or something that we know we like, we'll grab it, take it home, go ahead and put the rub on it, throw it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, then there's that whole, well, we're going to go camping. Well, let's dig through the freezer. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that. Um, we did a little something different last camping trip. Uh, we, we like to do marinated like mushrooms, onions, and peppers yeah. with our steak. And, you know, normally like everybody else, a little bit of olive oil, maybe a little bit of butter, you know, throw a little Worcester in there or soy sauce or something for a little bit of flavor. I actually uh, cut up about a half a pound of bacon and did cracklings out of the bacon and used the grease to make the vegetables in. Threw the bacon back in there to finish the saute. Boy, was that a game changer. Uh-huh. Of course, you know, we could all pretty much hear our, our arteries harden. But. So, I there is there's something that I've wanted to try, and I don't know of anybody local that has it, and it, I'm sure they do, and I'm just not looking in the right place. I noticed on TikTok, one of the, there's a... Um, there's a guy that runs or his family runs a convenience store in one of the boroughs of New York. Um, his, uh, his TikTok, t- the handles, he's General Ock, for those that may or may not know. He's of Middle Eastern descent, and he does some outlandish food, and it looks amazing. Um, and one thing that I always see him put on there is bacon, but it is not the traditional bacon that you see. So somebody posed the question to him in one of those behind-the-scenes, let's-get-to-know-you things that the folks at TikTok generated, which I think is great, by the way, getting to know some of their more popular creators. And he says, I know here in New York, along with certain folks in my home country, um, pork is frowned upon. So I buy beef bacon. And I went... Ooh, what now? What what is this? 
And and I've not done a ton of research to see if anybody local has it or could get it, but beef bacon has like there's I'm intrigued because I know the profile that pork bacon flavor has, texture has. How would the beef taste by comparison? How would beef bacon well, get, on a burger you go? You get bacon not necessarily from the cut, but from the curing process. Well, that's true. It's it's just belly. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume similar cut of meat, similar section of the animal, and the same curing process. Mm-hmm. And most most bacon's are are smoked. Uh, if you get it fresh, if you get it fresh from a butcher, it's gonna be very salty because a lot of times they pack them in curing salt. Correct. Uh, most of the bacon's that you're buying at your local grocery is gonna be smoked. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's in, that's intriguing. Mm-hmm. I that's was intriguing. very pleased. Like, I was very pleased to see it. I was like, I totally understand why he's doing it. Religious reasons and whatever. But he's accommodating. And I'm here for every bit of that. And I was like, beef bacon. That's interesting. Well, see, they've got turkey bacon. And, you know, okay. I I, I hate that they call it not. It's not not the same, really. But you could say good. It's okay. It's It's not good. No, no, no. It's not good. Well, I've had it. To me, it was not the same, but it was okay. But I'm just not a... I'm one of those people don't that it's it like don't 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 mess with certain things. I mean, I I know people who are like, oh, if you're not serving beef hot dogs, I'm not eating. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm serving whatever hot dog was freaking on sale. So if you only want beef, you you better bring the beef with you. And yes, every once in a while, I'm getting that red hot dog. I don't mind don't care getting it. I don't mind the red hot dog. Again, you can't live in this area and go to that one major stadium that we have 45 minutes from us and get a hot dog that's not one of those. Everybody learns to eat those. That's kind of how you grew up on them. Yeah. I have grown, though, to love, whether by endorsement or by um, or by flavor in general, um, the stadium hot dog sponsored by uh, Jumpman himself. Yeah. Because... I don't know if it's just because it's him and it's so relatable and I'm like, I want to be like Mike or if I I just genuinely like the flavor better than the other. Uh, I understand the the other. I get it. The last time I went to the grocery store for hot dogs, I actually ended up getting Smokies Mm -hmm. because I, I wanted some flavor and Smokies are more on the lines of a sausage, but I didn't want a brat. Or or something like that. So, I, I bought the Smoky, and I, I I might I might actually not be getting hot dogs again unless I want the red hot dog, um, because the Smoky's on the grill, uh, and then of course I loaded it up and made a mess. I made a mess. Yes, you did. Because I, I told it, you what to I do put to it fix on a that. standard bun. What I'm going to have to do? Well, what I need to do basically probably is get like some bread bowl. But anyway, <laughs> I, I put it on. I put it on a standard bun. I didn't toast the bun, but you know, I had the mustard to catch up, just like normal, and the the smoky, and then some onion, and then you know, I couldn't resist it. I had a little queso in the refrigerator, so some queso dip. And, you know, some chili, some slaw. I needed a shower when I got done eating it, and I had the best time. <laughs> it was great. Dude, it was awesome. I loved it. I, and my wife was like, she told me, she's like, I don't think I've ever eaten one of these. And she was reading the package. She goes, sounds good. I'm like, well, tough crap. I bought it. You're eating it. Yeah. <laughs> and when it was over with, she looked at me, she goes, I, I could see us replacing the hot dogs with this. So I, I have grown to be a big fan, and I know a lot of folks – will do brats or bratwurst 
on the grill, but they'll always put theirs in a pan with onions and butter and beer and and let them more steam than actually well, see, grill because you can let it go all right. day like hot dog water kind of right. has that same concept. Which I get the beer brats already, so doing them in, in beer is no big deal. I but get I, the cheddar brats. I actually love to put them on the on the grill. I'm I'm gonna get the jalapeno ones. Jalapeno. I'm gonna you, get the jalapeno ones. You be my guest. <laughs> no, there is a. Uh, but I, I actually like them on the grill. I like the char. Uh, you talk about the grill marks and everything. I mm-hmm. actually like to blacken them up pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, and I know the way you're doing it. And then, uh, which, and I like my brats with sauerkraut. I, I love it. I know it's a vegetable. You're not going to eat it. Well, no, I, I don't care about that. It's just that's not my topping preference. Now, my father is like, I can't have it without. He'll bring an entire jar yeah. for the two uh, two hot dogs he's going to eat, and then the third one he always heats up before we finish playing the second game of cards. <laughs> That one will go on a plate with more sauerkraut because they don't want to eat a third bun. But no, I I get I get the Thomas Town. I've, I've done that a lot. I, I've done I've I've done a lot of that. Yeah, I get the, I get the same ones, but I get different flavors each time. Well, and I've tried a couple of different ones. The cheddar ones are my favorite, but I also know they're not for everybody. So I normally go get the stadiums as well, and then give them their choice. And then if they want them great, if they don't, that's fine. More for me later. Yeah. I just in certain things like that, I just I like to grill it, uh, and, and I understand a an un a, just a plain brat. Yeah, take it home, simmer it in some beer for quite a while with with some peppers, some onions, some mushrooms, make a big deal out of it. And I'm I'm with your dad. Yeah, you know, I, I want I want a brat, and I will slice mine so I can put it on a sub roll. But sure. I want a brat. I want my sauerkraut, a little bit of mustard, maybe some onions, some peppers, whatever. Dress it up how I want to. But there's always that one that I just want to pick the damn thing up and eat it. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want that bun with that one. That I just got to have one that you just, might as well just put it on stick and go ahead and have at it. But now I tell you, that's an underrated food for me. That's a weird comfort food for me because it combines two things that I thoroughly enjoy. So you can sign me up for a corn dog any day of the week. You know, as you were saying that, I was sitting over here thinking to myself, I wonder how well a, a brat would taste if we'd done it like that. Ooh. Oh, wow. And we both know, daggum good and well, neither one of us is going to have time to get it done between now and the next time we record. So. No, because we have Thanksgiving next week. Yeah, we need, to, we need to consider that. We need to think about that. Oh, let wow. me let me tell you something else. I, since I know you're not Ooh. a huge fan of the Devil Root, um, no, I'm not. But I know you enjoy Ooh. the flavor from cooking with it. And it has its moments. Okay, I found a way to to heighten that just a hair. I will actually skewer the onion root and then slice it off. So now I have basically skewered onion root as its whole. So I've got each each of the ogre layers. Yeah, yeah. And I've grilled it. Straight on my hot grill. Oh, just as a slice. It over as a slice. Yeah, I've seen that. Flipped it over. I've done that for my wife. It it changes the flavor a little bit. And in each like the white onion, the sweet onion, the red onion, the, the yellow onion, all of them have a different flavor coming off the grill. Mm-hmm. Than they do in a frying pan. Yes. That's naturally going to be the case. So I mean, it's just it's just one of those. I, I I did that a while back, and it was like wow. 
and I did some corn a while back directly on the grill. Did not leave it in the in the in the the husk. Mm-hmm. I did not wrap it in tinfoil. Put it directly on the grill. Cooked it for the amount of time that the internet said cook it. And I'm going to tell you what it come off the cob way easier than it ever did boiled, and had mm-hmm. quite the amount of flavor on it. A uh, little little something about that higher heat, I guess. Uh, that little bit of char just made it completely different. Well, the. <sighs> I, I am by no means a chemist or a scientist, but if you think about it, when you boil hot dogs, brats, anything like that, you see the casings tighten up, right? Yes. You can't tell me that corn shell is not doing the same thing as you're extracting moisture from it. And being submerged in water is going to pull even more moisture out, not put more in because it's trying to evaporate and fill the space. Whereas on a grill, it's cooking away what's there. So it's softening what's there. It's trying to... I mean, it's fire. It's yeah. wanting to burn it to nothing. So I think you're taking off layers along the way, and that's why you're getting the result you got. It, it was it was much better. That's my than, uneducated take. It was much it was much <laughs> better than we thought it was going to be. We wanted to give it a try because I mean, it, it, one of those we had watched a cooking show. Imagine us watching a cooking show. God, never would have imagined and, either body, you know, either family in this room has ever watched a, that. A, 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 somebody threw a cob directly on the grill, and we're like, hmm, whoa. Hmm, wait, wait, what? And then the judges were like, oh, that's the best way to do it. And I'm like, wow. So, you know, if that particular palate liked it, maybe I should give this a shot. Yep. So, And I've seen it dressed a bunch of different ways it, once they've done it like that, too, to add some, uh, I'll call it a creaminess back to it, a couple of different cheeses. While it's not melted cheese like you'd have on a grilled cheese sandwich, it's a sprinkled Mexican cheese. It's very crumbly. It's not necessarily as melty. And then they'll hit it with... There is technically a difference between sour cream and Mexican crema. There is a difference. Yes. And that's usually what they'll do by comparison. And I, it, I've it, i not had it. I don't, you guys know I'm not a vegetable person of any type or a corn person. But the looks on their face when they eat it like that just seems to strike me as a deconstructed cream corn. My my wife got tickled with me. You're you know, talking to the crema and the sour cream. I've made it a point now to start ordering different things from my favorite restaurants. Sure. Because, you know, everybody has a, you go in and it's like, oh, I'm getting that because yeah. that's my favorite dish. Yep. Well, we went and ate with a friend a while back and um, we went to a chain restaurant, which is odd for us to begin with. So sometimes the mood hits you and it's just not worth every, it. I get that every too. once in a while. And this was, you know, the crouton bowl and we hadn't eaten there in a while. So we wanted to, and I decided to order something. And typically I have a certain side that I want to go and yep. that was not available this go round. So I decided to get a loaded baked potato. Did not consider the fact that there was going to be a little sour cream on it or shall we say a heap and helping of it. Yep. But got, you know, it come to the table I realized it was there, and my wife's like, you ate that and did not even scrape it off. And I'm like, you know, I, I let the order go through, didn't think to ask about sour cream. And you know what? I said I was going to start trying new things. May not order it like that again, but maybe once a year, but that one was okay the way it was. It was just fine. I had the um, same thing recently um, with avocado. I, My wife loves the stuff. I don't like guac, but there's also a lot of stuff that goes into that that I wouldn't be interested in anyway due to flavor. But I haven't really given the avocado a fair shake. 
Well, my wife let the baby try some because that's a, a good power food yeah, it's a super for food. the baby. Yeah. And so I'm like, and she's just eating it up. Like, not even mash. Like, she'll slice it up into small pieces and it's like, boop, 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 gone. And I'm like, why is that appetizing? I don't get it. See, well, I've not eaten... I've not eaten avocado unless it's in guac. And there are certain Mexican dishes that it comes with. Correct. And it was, a, again, an accidental thing. Did not think to take it off. So it came through, and I stuck my fork in it. It's on my plate, paying for it, sticking my fork in it. And I found that there was a flavor that I liked. Now, I've got By a friend... By itself, it doesn't do. It has to be with something I've, else. I've got a friend who will dip chips, chips in it. They, they prefer it as a dip. Myself, I like it to go with the spiciness of some of the, well, I'm going to call it Tex-Mex because yes. it's not traditional, but I I like it. Some people like it with the little salad that comes with some of your, your Mexican yeah. dishes. I like it mixed in with like the mole, the, the uh, enchiladas, the tacos, stuff like that. There's just something about that extra yeah. layer that I enjoy, but, yeah. and, and I don't always get it, but if I read, Oh, that's the dish that I want to order. That's what I want to order. And it comes with guac. Great. And I go ahead and roll with it, but so I there we have a a local Mexican establishment, and I had gotten to the point where I always got the same thing that every hmm, let's not do that. I got the, one of the more popular dishes that all of us non Tex-Mex eaters always kind of jump to, um, and I feel like you're kind of on the same plane with me about what everybody. Oh come on. I'm, I'm going to make you say it whether I think I've got it right or not. Oh, ACP. Oh, yeah. Well, right. Chicken, cheese, and rice. You, the, the ba- you basic the, white bitch. <laughs> right. That's why I was going to go down the road. Did you on, wear your sweater vest and, and furry boots too? <laughs> Arroyos con pollo. Did you order a pumpkin spice modelo while you were I, I, used, I used to do that, and then I, did, I started doing the version with shrimp. And then I found the... I, 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 I love the version with shrimp. Well, it's really good. have you but, tried the version that has shrimp, steak, and chicken? Yes. Okay. You know they'll, if you order it, they'll do that as nachos, too. Yes. Okay, good. Man, I, I knew we were friends for a reason. You would have Yeah, there's not it. much in a Mexican restaurant that I haven't... Right. Uh, what's funny is I, I there's two Mexican restaurants here in town that I just adore. So I bounce between them. Sure. And then... Then, and we have more than that. Lord, yes. And there's a, a there's a new one I, I need to go give a try, and I haven't had a chance. But anyway, I have heard rave reviews of the new one. That is actually... And you know who I'm talking about, yeah, and he knows his food. That is actually um, more traditional. Yes. And I can't... And it appears that way. I can't wait. I just haven't had a chance yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a Caribbean place in town that I'd like to, to give a shot. But anyway... I know there's a lot of spice in that. My favorite, see, I love. I, I know you do. I know my, that's the difference between us. My favorite one of them. at one my of at, at my Mexican restaurants, is, there's a steak burrito that they do at yeah. one of uh, one of the local ones that I think is the best thing on the planet, and they put a homemade mole on it. And I love a mole sauce. Right. So I got in a really bad habit of at that restaurant. That's all I ever get. So when we gave the other Mexican restaurant a try, I was like, you know what? I'm not just going to roll in here and get burritos. Right. So that's where I've been finding some of this yeah. other stuff. And that, that made me look at the menu at the first place like, I've not been reading this very well. Right. <laughs> I need to I need to spend a little bit more time taking a look at the menu at my favorite restaurants. Well, and, and that's where my new favorite has come in in recent months is they do their, their marinated chicken 
and they, I don't know how long they marinate it, but they claim it's overnight, which right. it shows through if it does. And then from there, uh, they'll put that down. It comes with either their red sauce or their cheese or cheese sauce. Technically, it comes with both. It does half and half. I just do all cheese because I'm not interested in the red sauce necessarily. Um, but again, that's a spice thing. No big deal. And then they bring you, obviously, the rice, the sour cream. And it comes with avocado, not guac. And then to top it off, they do bacon-wrapped shrimp. Ooh, nice. Now, clarification on the bacon-wrapped shrimp. It is not the shrimp seared, then wrapped in bacon to finish. No, no. They generate the pocket drop it in the basket, and down it goes. Mm. So the shrimp picks up some of that fried pork flavor. You get the fried shrimp feel without needing the breading. It is a delicious bite. Nice. But the avocado, because the chicken, while not spicy, has plenty of flavor from that spice mixture. You get the cheese that can be a bit heavy. I mean, let's just be honest. I, God knows what's in that cheese that's so addictive outside of the crack cocaine that's there. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just you. If you go, most people are getting a bowl of cheese to go with their chips. Yes. Uh, pretty sure that's their highest margin product. Probably. <laughs> uh, but again, so I, I get the chicken that has plenty of marinated flavor, the cheese that can be heavy, the shrimp, while crunchy and bringing texture... Because they're fried and wrapped in bacon, they have a good amount of of fat, a fatty taste to them. The avocado brings a freshness and an extra bit of creaminess that works well with the queso, but offsets the other two. And yet, even more fat. But But good fat. Avocado is the good fat. It's my counteractive to the cheese. That's really not how that works, but okay. Don't take this from whatever, me. Whatever makes you Don't enjoy your meal. Don't take this from me. Okay, whatever makes you enjoy your meal, that's fine. I'm telling you that, you didn't describe that. We just ate and I'm hungry. <laughs> I'll go ahead and text you what it is on the menu so you'll have it for later. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, I know you're good. I mean, just like the other week when you texted my wife to remind her something that I needed a reminder of. <laughs> my favorite is she sent me a picture back of right. the calendar with that word in big letters. We are there. There are people that think we're a little weird. We have a whiteboard calendar, and it, it's the like Monday through Sunday deal. I'm gonna be honest with you. If it's not on there, it's not happening. We have our individual phone calendars, and we try to merge that onto a paper calendar that we have. Yep. On the refrigerator, like a lot of people. Welcome to any modern family. And then each, underrated show, by the way. Yeah, each week. We take that, the paper calendar, and transfer it to the whiteboard calendar. That way, she comes in and I'm not there. She can look up and see if there was something that I was doing. Ah. If I come in and she's not there, I can look up and see if there's something that she was doing. If, if we come in and we're, and we're thinking that we got a free night, we can look up and go, oh, shit, we have plans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My wife usually reaches a point where she goes to fill out the calendar for the next month and just either calls, texts, or drags me over and goes... What do you have that goes to these places? And I'll go, well, I don't really have anything, but Kenny and I, I know you need a day. This is the best one. See if it works for him. Okay. <laughs> We're getting more into that. 
but that that all works as everything goes along. But it's just that's the way it is, man. Some, I some weeks for the weekend we we fly by the seat of our pants. Some weeks for the weekend it was playing three months ago. Yeah, it, it just it just depends on what the situation is. And, you know, I've, I've got friends that everything's almost last minute with them. And I get these phone calls. And it's like, hey, you want to go? Well, I, I can't. And I feel like, I feel like they think they're getting a brush off and it's not. So I'll, I will actually tell people what I've got going on. Hey, you want to go? No, I'm, I'm getting together with Josh. We're working on the podcast. Most all of my friends know that we do this. Yep. And, or, you know, there was one weekend. Hey, you want to go do this? No, I, we're almost in Lynchburg. We promised to meet up with some friends we have up there. So, you know, we're, we're, we're out of town, basically. I try not to do the the whole, oh, sorry, I'm busy. Yeah, because that, that uh, is a brush because off. Because that's a brush off. And I, I hate, I myself hate being brushed off. You don't want to hang out with me. Just say. Yeah. No, if you're if you're busy, I get it, and I don't need to know all of your plans, but you know, be careful how you say I'm busy. So you know that way I don't feel like I'm being brushed off because I get it. Sometimes I wait to the last minute and ask people to do stuff too. Right. But you know, and I don't need to know. It's if if you're getting together with family. Nope, getting together with family this weekend. Sorry, I don't take that as a brush off. But right. that whole oh I got a lot going on. That's a brush off. Yeah. Well, and that's. <laughs> I most of the time when I give an explanation, most people are like, you know, we don't need that, right? And I said, while that's true, I don't want it to become enough of a pattern where I don't have something to where you feel brushed off. Yeah, my that's my response is I want to stay on the invitation list, please, because I'm I myself about the third time I feel like you're just brushing me off. I feel like you don't want to hang out with me, and I am going to quit inviting you over. Yep. Or quit inviting you to go do this, or quit inviting you to go to that. because I, you know, there comes a point in time that it's like, well, this person obviously doesn't doesn't think as much of me as I do of them. So, all right, I, I I'll move on to somebody else. It's not a big deal, but yet I, I don't really need the details of. Well, it's my mom's sixty third birthday, and you know we got this surprise going. Oh, all right, just next time, just say you got a birthday party to go to, right? Um, it, and and I realize there are people that that use that as their brush off, but you know what? You got to be careful how many times you have to go to a birthday party. That's <laughs> uh-huh. like calling in sick to work. You better be careful how many times you got the runs. You'll find out you've had the runs every Friday for six weeks. <laughs> right. So it's funny that you talk about that in regards to work. Uh, in my last job, we would occasionally have managers meetings. Normally, not more than. Once, a, if it was more than, I would say more than twice a year, something was going on. Uh, something pretty severe was going on. We were in some, we were in some rough spots if we had to do more than two a year. That that eighties quicksand, right? <laughs> well, I was new to the managers' meetings. Now I got to be the old one of the old hats as far as that went, which was a weird transition for me. But it is what it is. At thirty, at thirty five to thirty six, I didn't feel like I should have been an old head in amongst the managerial world, but um, we had this one guy, older guy, He'd been with the company for several years. Not, not. I mean, it was. I think he was like a fifteen year guy, so he'd been putting in some time, and he never seemed to be at these meetings. It was always, and I'm like. How does he get anything done during the week that he doesn't have to be at these meetings? And the eldest, 
who was who was originally my boss and was now a peer at the meetings with me. Those were fun carpools, by the way. <laughs> boss man was appreciative because he only had to pay for one tank of gas to get us there. Um, he looked at me one day and he goes, "He's been killing off relatives since the early 2000s." And I went, <laughs> I, and I looked at him just nice. D- I looked at him dumbfounded, oh, and man. I went like I did like it does not compute like I don't understand it he goes and he took that moment to look over at Al who was a former Navy SEAL who had then been with the company for again another 15 or 20 years the two of them their stores were not 20 minutes apart just by the layout they had enough business at each of those locations and he goes what the boss man was back on the phone finishing up something before the meeting and he goes what grandmother is David on and he goes Now again, this 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 particular nucleus had been together five or six years, and I had noticed the pattern by that. And he looks at him and he goes, "I know his mother was divorced at least once or twice, but if that were the case, she would have had to have had lesbian parents threefold." And I went, <laughs> "Now again, and I don't mean that to say I got I have any issue with the two moms thing because I, I don't, but it was just the way he talked about." Need a, like a dead grandmother. He goes, he's 65. He shouldn't have had family for the last 20 years. We, uh, yeah. There's one everywhere. There's one everywhere. The ones that you finally drag him to, that, that was my favorite part because we didn't stop just because he was there. The eldest walked up to him one time at one of those meetings, shook his hand, and he goes, hey, man, how are you? Doing fine, man. Family good? Yeah, everybody's good. He goes, nobody dead this time? <laughs> and the, and he kind of, and then it was on. Because he looked at him and he was like, been trying. I got an aunt that fucked me out of this meeting. And I was like, like I didn't know how to answer that. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, but I just, those guys in that own weird way, because we didn't talk every day. Like a couple of us off and on all the time. But would you get that group together? Where the common enemy is the boss man, <laughs> and you're all sarcastic we assholes. Did, we it, did an, it. Goes we, a long we way. did the. We we basically did an office pool per variant on the plague as yes. to when certain people were going to be out <laughs> and how long. I I do that some now with coworkers because you can just about bet it's like, oh, we've got such and such coming up. Now we're gonna miss at least a day there. Let me go <laughs> yeah. ahead and work ahead. <laughs> Sure as anything, I've got one oh, who I was pretty sure is going to be sick for about three weeks now. What What was it that I saw? There was a meme where you're calling into work on a Friday. I think I'm going to be late. So, how, how, what What time do you think you're going to be here? Monday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did work somewhere where there was a habitually late person. I mean, five days a week, 30 minutes late. Mm-hmm. And it's like, finally, and I mean, I was the new guy, and I finally, I kind of got tired of having to pick up that first 30 minutes of slack. And in front of everybody, so why are you late every day? Oh, my alarm didn't go off. Store right down the road. Think you ought to buy a new alarm clock? <laughs> what do you mean? You're late every freaking day, dude. Does your alarm clock not go off every morning? Do you forget to set it? You need Ooh. the instructions. <laughs> and I mean, and the God. boss is looking at I mean, my boss is sitting there looking at me like, time to give up. And I'm like, I'm I'm digging in. This is on you, motherfucker. You let it happen. Me off. Yeah. You know, it's like I have to do twice the amount of work 
the first 30 minutes of the day because this fucker can't set his alarm clock? Come on now. I, I think. Why do you let him get by with this? I, I had one like that when I was working on a golf course in the summer part-time, like between semesters. 6.30 to 2.30. I loved those hours. I loved it because I had my entire afternoon, whether I wanted to play golf, go home, do whatever, go to the pool, I was good to go. I had the whole afternoon to myself, go to bed, 9.30, 10 o'clock, like I do now, good to go. Be there at 6.30 to go the next day. It never failed. Boss man comes in, we're all sitting there. Most of us are there between 6 and 6.10. Anyway, we're cutting up, carrying on, having breakfast, whatever. (laughs) There's always that one guy who comes scampering in, hoping that he can beat the boss man, because the boss man, like a good boss man, would go around and check things out on the golf course before he came in so he could identify what his daily problems were. It also gave him a chance to go, who do I want to send where? Fine, no problem. So he'd go into his office, start typing, and sure as anything, by 631, he's tacking that on for the day's events, and then he'll, he'll physically tell us, and then as always, check the schedule for round two when you finish that. Well, there's always... Always a guy that comes in right on the buzzer. Like he's he is putting his punch card back into the slip where they are stored as the boss man walks in. No questions, no conversation, nothing comes of it. He's not late. 631, no problem. Fred at me. But again, I am rather early than late. I had a morning. I slept in. Not on purpose. Snoozed my alarm. I reached over, got out of bed, snoozed my alarm, and got back in. I don't ever do that if I can avoid it, even now. So I was late getting there. I was five minutes behind the boss man's punch card. People were already starting to leave as I'm just getting there. I come in on two wheels because I am fretted to no end. I walk in, and that son of a bitch was waiting. Because I never said anything to him, but he could tell. He could tell. that I'm like, how the hell is he getting away with just doing that? I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. So I walk in late, and he meets me, and he goes, man, you got here late. I can't do that. I almost grabbed a spade shovel and smacked him across <laughs> the face. I just, I was mortified to be late. I had not been late in two summers worth of work. Even the first day, I'm not late. I'm usually the first one there waiting on a key holder to open the gate. So for me to be this late was nearly 45 minutes late in terms of what's normal for me. So I am appalled. Boss man rounds the corner and he goes, you're late. I said, I'm very sorry. And he goes, you'd realize it's like 635, right? I'm like, we start at 630 and he goes, I had to change the printer cartridge. Guess what? You're not late. And I was like. I feel late. Because normally I come in, I socialize, say yeah. good morning, whatever. Yeah. I it's get out of the routine. I get you. I mean, I've, I've had to run across you know, last minute changes in traffic route. You know, a wreck, basically. Yeah. Or a fire, something. I've, I've, I've had to deal with that yep. on my way to work, unexpected. And roll in five minutes later than normal. I roll into the parking lot 15 minutes before I'm supposed to go. And we're not allowed to punch in until a certain number of minutes mm-hmm. before the top of the hour. But I'm one of those people that's there waiting for it to click so that I can punch in because yep. I just I don't want to be late. And I have rolled in five minutes behind and I feel like my whole day is screwed. Oh my god, it's awful. And I mean not not five minutes late, 
but five minutes behind my normal schedule, mm-hmm. and I feel like my whole day is screwed at that point in time. It just can't handle it anymore. Yep. And I, all these people are standing around looking at the time clock going, I ain't punching in right at 7 o'clock even. Why? I ain't giving them five minutes. I ain't giving them five minutes either. I'm going to punch in. It's going to take me five minutes to walk to where I'm supposed to go to get my job right. assignment. They're, they're, gonna, they're not going to pay me for that one way or the other, dude. Right. It's no big deal. So to kind of bookend that particular day, we are headed to the parking lot. Now, I, I've gone through the day. While out of sorts, the job I got for that day was mundane. It was an excellent opportunity to just kind of clear my head because it was good. It was not one of those, here's the morning routine and then here's your afternoon gig. And again, I wasn't late. It was going to be, this is going to be most of the day. So it wasn't like I was going to be behind picking up chore number two. So we leave, we're punching out, we're headed to the parking lot and he looked same motherfuckers looking at me and he goes, I punch out. He walks up, punches out behind me. And as we're walking to the parking lot, he goes, hang on. I'm going to try something. Stay, wait right here. Okay. I had completely gotten this out of my head. So they go all, everybody else has worked their way up to the little parking area. And he goes, you stand there for another two minutes to make up for when you were late this morning. I was so hot. I went from completely relieved and back in my element to just <laughs> red hot, embarrassed and mad. And they're all just chuckling. Which, again, in the moment, good for him. Before he leaves, he cannot help himself because he's that guy that just flirts with that line and doesn't mind being over it. And he goes, we start at 6.30, try again tomorrow, and drove <laughs> off. And I'm like, I threw a water bottle in his car as he was leaving. I just, I chucked it. It, it exploded, water all over the back of the car. And I picked up the bottle, of course. It wasn't a big deal. But I was just like, you mother... And again... Ha, ha, ha is all the way out of the parking lot. So, you know, it was just one of those things. Oh, it me to be late stuff. It depends on what it is. I And I'll be honest, like, you, you invite me for a cookout. I'm going to try to be here at the time you tell me to be here. I really am. Most of the time I'm early because I, 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 yeah. I want to socialize a little bit. Work, work is different. And if I'm running five minutes late to the cookout, I'm going to shoot you a text. Yep. On my way. Not even going to explain why I'm running five minutes late. Just going to shoot you a text on my way. Because that's We cookout. agreed on a time for today, yeah. and you texted was, me, and we're an hour late. Yeah, I much. didn't care. We had the day to do this. but It wasn't like I had something else, but I was just like, he said he was going to be here at such and such. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> my wife asked me, what time's Kenny going to get here? Well, he told me this, and she goes, okay. She didn't believe it either because <laughs> you've yet to hit that window. But we try to set these up when we have the freedom to do it. So, but yeah, no, I'm just... I'm bad for that though because I will I will tell you that I'm going to be here next time and then I don't set an alarm for Saturday. Nor should you. And you know sometimes when I get up, I'm drinking my coffee and everything. And what happened this morning was I literally looked at the clock and went, well, damn. <laughs> That's why you got the text. I'll be along shortly. <laughs> yep. No, I get it. Let us and start making money for this. <laughs> Kenny, I'm going to need you to, we're going to get together at 9. Yeah, 845. I'll be in your driveway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First time we get a sponsor on this thing, I, I'm going to get up, take the dogs out. They're I'll be there. Up, and they'll be sitting out there going. Making notes for the commercial. <laughs> It's amazing money makes you punctual. 
Oh, there'll be no more Kenny doesn't do shit around here. No. At that point, I'll I'll be trying to kick you out. Go home. I got this. <laughs> Roll in with a laptop. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need licensure for all. <laughs> For what it's worth, you well know that I could email you a document right now. You I know, but it, it looks more official if I roll in like a briefcase. <laughs> Come in wearing a suit. <laughs> My favorite is he sits down across from me, opens the classic briefcase. You get the snap, snap, open it. And then while you think he's shuffling in there for something, he actually closes it and pulls out a set of Pop-Tarts. Yeah, probably. That'll be the way it is. That really, that's that's going to be how this goes. Roll in with a t-shirt, <laughs> pair of jeans, and a tie around my neck. All right, sales department's having a meeting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's the only person I know that doesn't bring donuts to get together like this. We go with <laughs> we go with dry toaster pastries. Yep, dried toaster pastries. The frosted kind don't even heat them up. Hey, I raw dog my dry toaster pastries. <laughs> That I almost that, got the spit take. That nice. One, that one was almost there. You Ooh. gave that a very weird. You gave that a very weird American Pie vibe, and I don't know how I feel about it. You wish just, just hit the button. Just hit the button. I would say don't be a dick, but that's just that's it's in bad taste with that joke. See y'all later. <laughs>